Welcome to another week in Crapper Creek. I'm Glenner, your host. Got another good one today. Lovely Maria chimes in. Our idiot of the day. I'll do some more stand-up. And if you're a fan of Seinfeld, oh, do we have a special guest for you. Coming up on today's show. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. It is uh, indeed time for our idiot of the day, and I can't do that without, of course, the proper introduction. <laughs> it's time for the Crapper Creek idiot of the day. And uh, we have a fellow Crapper Creeker here on the line from a few cabins down. Cab, uh, cabin number 12, I think it's uh, John with us. John, how are you today? Now, you're working nights, and uh, you're up with us to help us out. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, have a so you're like uh, I guess uh, for you, day drinking is morning drinking is like part of the schedule. I don't know how that works well, for you, late you know, night if folks. You, if you think about a regular work day for me, it's about seven in the evening right now. Okay, right. So it's time for a cocktail. So yeah, I'll have a beer or two and work in the yard for a little bit and then hit the hay. That's <laughs> <laughs> so. So if you see John out there, uh, if you're in Crapper Creek, actually you fit right in with everybody else because they're all drinking anyway. <laughs> Right. right, and they work days. <laughs> right, well, some of them. I don't know what hours oh. Peggy keeps, but the other night, her, her giant beaver got loose. I didn't know if you saw that. I oh, I my hope, God. I hope it yeah. didn't cause any havoc in your, your neck of the woods. I hope it dodged all the traps. Yeah, yeah, because we set out uh, beaver traps uh, for right. Peggy whenever her giant beaver gets loose. Right. You, you got to protect yourself, man. Every week, <laughs> every week. All right, so uh, let's get to it, the idiot of the day. Yeah, and yeah. we got a couple good ones to choose from here today. John, remember, the job is simple. You're my co-host for a little bit as we uh, look through a couple nut jobs, and you get to decide who is worthy of the title of it oh, of the day. a lovely job yes here we go uh this is some textbook instant karma stuff right here dude in sacramento cali uh county california driving drunk monday so he's an idiot right off the get-go yeah. he swerved off the road crashed into a pond and got stuck but it's not just any pond it was a liquid manure storage pond oh. yes oh my god Ah, uh, he sat in there in his nice new Mercedes, uh, oh, pretty geez. much filled to the rim in manure. He had to sit there for two hours before they were able to. And then when they pulled him out, he was charged with DUI. <laughs> Man, it's hard not to say it, but what a blank situation, you know? Truly a very shitty way to end your day, I'd have to say. That's what you were looking at, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't know whose cop car he got to ride in the back of, but man. <laughs> yeah. Just strap him to the roof. Now we go from instant karma to just plain scary and weird. Uh, we go to Thailand for this one where a guy was arrested Sunday for stealing over 100 pairs of flip-flops. But not just stealing what? them, John. He was also having sex with them. Flip-flops? Flip-flops! All right. <laughs> I All right. can't even picture that. Uh, I think you kind of can. Anyway, yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Sunday in Thailand, they arrested a 24-year-old guy stealing and having sex with over 100 pairs. Over the last two years, he stole 126 pairs of flip-flops from people's <laughs> homes, stealing them from their homes. Then he'd take them to his apartment, caress and kiss them, rub them all over his naked body, and eventually make love to the flip-flops. Oh, my goodness. Yes! Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, now, we're not sure how that last part even works. I'm not sure I want to know how it works. That's what I'm saying. That's the visual I don't need. Yeah, he was uh, constantly on the prowl, needed a different pair every time, so he couldn't, you know. What a flip-flopper. Yeah, 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 he was a total flip-flopper. But he (laughs) he didn't discriminate. His collection included flip-flops of all sizes, colors, and styles. He was arrested for stealing flip-flops last year as well. But they didn't know about the sexual component at the time. (laughs) 
So now, yeah. now they've they've worked that ah. into the deal, oh and they've God. got all the lay all the they're all laid out on a table. The police have them all laid out on a table. No bottles of foot lotion or anything like that. There's right? not enough hand sanitizer in the world <laughs> left. So, got your work cut out for you, wow. John. Who that's is our a, idiot today? That's a tough one. Boy, I'm going to go with bad luck on the first guy, but the flip flopper, man, no, that's our dude. That's, that's our yeah. Dude. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God. He must just go to a beach and flip just, out, man. Yeah. Right? right? I has oh, my to. Goodness. Has to. Has to. <laughs> John, you were awesome again, buddy. Thank you so much for helping us with the idiot of hey, the day. No worries. Get nice some, uh, have a couple beers and go to bed. Yep, I'm on the go-to-bed part now, so we're good. There we go, man. All Thank right. you, buddy. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Normally, we like to check in every week with my lovely and talented wife, Maria, who I bother when she's at work running a bunch of warehouses uh, here in Alaska. And she's usually not too happy to hear from us. But, you know, when we get surveys and stuff that require a female point of view, I got to go to the expert. And she's really the only one I know. And she usually calls it like it is. But this one is about flirting. And she is an expert because she's really good at it. So let's see what she says. Hey, baby, what's going on? Hi, sweetheart. How are you? I am good. Rolling right along on this wonderful Tuesday. What's up, baby? Well, I got a survey. Oh, goody. All right, here's the thing. You, <sighs> we both know you are a huge fucking flirt. Right? So are you. Well, yeah, but you're All bigger. Right. Bigger no, flirt than me. No, All right, maybe I am bigger. <laughs> you're, you're a much bigger flirt than me. Uh, anyway, what do you want? You might, you might not be as good at it as I am. Remember, uh, we, we used to both, we, we're, neither of us are as good at it as we used to be because we haven't been single in years, but we're still pretty good flirts. I've seen you at work. You know what to do. <laughs> My mom told me I flirted with the doctor the day I was born. Well, you do. You flirt with every, every guy and it's never uh, bothered whatever, me. Whatever, what, what, what? Well, uh, this could help you. A new study in Greece identified different traits that make you an effective flirter. So I want to see if, if these hold true to you or I. Okay. Um, let's see. Number 10, showing that you have good character. All right. That's good. Being respectful. Women rank that, uh, one higher than men did, by the way. Of course. Respectful in the flirting. In other words, if you're going to flirt, don't stare at the rack, right? <laughs> you know, you're not just staring at her. You don't want to just stare at her tits while you're trying to make yeah, conversation. You mean, you mean while we're in the car and the jogger is running in front of you with the hot bod that you just look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sunglasses. Yeah, men aren't very good at that. But that's sure. not flirting. Um, here's one. Being persistent helps. Uh, being good with words. The level of interest you show in them. Honesty, politeness, good looks. Men rank that one higher than women did, of course. Intelligence. <laughs> and number one is humor when it comes to flirting. <laughs> you flirt all the time with everybody then. I do. I flirt with men, women, everybody, regardless of the size of their rack. But now when you flirt, what is your best trait when flirting besides the hair flip? My arms. Yeah, you got good guns. <laughs> but I like come on, I, I've seen the top button down a time or two on the shirt. All right, don't go there, Mr. A. I didn't go there. You did when you unbuttoned <laughs> the top button, Mrs. Right. A. I got to go. Yeah, hussy. Bye. <laughs> okay, I cannot wait until this fucking segment no longer happens on this show. But until that day comes... Let's bring you some more coronavirus insanity, shall we? Coronavirus. Ah! 
Insanity. Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some of the stories we found uh, around the web, around the world for the coronavirus. And this is the fun part. of it. Yeah, this is the insanity. This isn't anything real. That's Well, it's real, but it's not really going to affect our lives too much. For instance, uh, Denmark is now letting people into their country to see their significant other. But you have to show proof of that significant other. And they said a love letter would do it or other proof. Does a dick pic? Can they, does ah, this dick pic, uh, it's my fella coming to see this guy. Look at that, huh? Yeah. Does that work? I, I don't know. If they accept a love letter, why wouldn't they accept a dick pic? I'm just saying. And guess what? The pandemic is also bringing back the milkman. Yeah, the old-fashioned milk delivery guy. Yeah become a viable job again and i guess that also there are a spike in paternity tests you know if uh i have my cliches correct i believe that's how that works that's pretty cool i would say elsewhere uh believe it or not now i guess we could see this coming there's a, a sex doll company in florida that say they can hardly keep up with the man since the pandemic began <laughs> <laughs> and a couple in Ireland got their wedding date tattooed on their arms. Oh, October 16th, 2020. And now they had to cancel that plan because of the pandemic. All right. Uh, wedding couples, don't fucking put it on your arm or, or get a special date like that till after the date. Anything could happen between now. What if they, what if he sleeps with your sister? Then the whole thing is fucked. Jesus, don't, what the hell are you doing? Don't do that. Just don't, just don't do that. All right. Okay, uh, elsewhere, some more not-so-serious stories. Uh, videos going around of a couple having public sex, sex in a subway station in Brooklyn. And while that's not great social distancing, um, the guy is wearing a protective face mask. <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's being safe. Uh, meanwhile, grocery store in Missouri has replaced a salad bar with nothing but little liquor bottles, which is most awesome. And uh, this is weird. The government in Thailand is considering allowing massage shops to reopen again because of the pandemic. But because of the pandemic, only from the waist down. I don't know if that means all you get is like a foot rub and a happy ending. Is that what? Because I'm okay with that. I'm all right, I guess. Okay, what else do we have in our uh, insanity here? So many weird things. Oh, uh, sales of plastic Bane masks. Remember from the Dark Knight Rises have gone way up, even though they don't remotely protect you in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, they got that. Uh, anyway, uh, what else do we have? Always looking for the weird stories. Uh, Krispy Kreme. Had to shut down because of the free donuts for graduating seniors because of a huge traffic jam and riot. And that's because people in California are idiots. So there you go. So what did we learn? Uh, dick pick will get you into Denmark and you're not going to get free donuts in California. At least not during the pandemic. There you go. Coronavirus. <laughs> Insanity. Insanity. <laughs> Some of you people are just fucking weird. And time for our segment, Comics in Quarantine. And we got a good one. Very funny actor and comedian and good friend of Crapper Creek, Mr. Steve Heitner. Oh, yeah. How, oh, how are you, man? I was, I was thinking about you and a, a lot of friends down there that are just 
out and about in weird places of the country, kind of going through the weirdness and the madness. Gentleman who's not only come up and graced the stage doing comedy with us here in Alaska, but of course, uh, he was also the instructor of our Fairbanks Funny Festival and uh, really helped out everybody. Just a great guy to hang out with. You, of course, know him, boy, from uh, probably Ski Patrol, I'm sure. But if it's not that, there was there was a little show called Seinfeld. And of course, our good buddy, Mr. Steve Heitner, of course, played one of my all-time favorite characters and one of the top characters on the show, Mr. Kenny Banyan. And Steve, uh, good to have you back on the phone, man. I'm glad you're hanging up the, and uh, doing well. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if I graced the stage up there. I know I, I, know I was It was a sachet. It was a sachet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did plume while I was up there. Right. I would be remiss if I didn't mention and give my condolences. Uh, you had a rough week last week along with the pandemic. You lost a couple of close friends in Jerry Stiller and, of course, the great uh, Fred Willard. So that had to be a little difficult. Yeah, uh, wild. I mean, I, uh, look, showbiz, is a we, uh, there's all kinds of people uh, in, in it. Um, but when you have two people that were credit kind, wonderful people like uh, like those two, uh, and to lose them that back to back like that, uh, uh, that was tough. You really um, you can't meet or know better people than that. I can tell you, I can tell you a really quick story about Please. Jerry uh, Stiller, just to capture that. So we did the final, the finale of Seinfeld, that was that big party right right after the uh, film sure. uh, on the sound stage. Uh, so this is years ago, so um, there really weren't uh, I, there weren't phones, you know, or the cell phones, iPhones, and whatnot. Uh, so late in the party, Jerry Stiller comes running over to me. He goes, "Steven," and he's waving this yellow, you know, Instamatic camera at me. <laughs> he goes, "Steven, I took some fantastic shots of you at this party. I need an address so I can get them to you." <laughs> so I give him my address, and. Four days later, in a uh, large envelope are four photos of me in triplicate with a handwritten note about what a pleasure uh, and how lucky he was to get to work. With. Wow. That yeah. was him in a nutshell then, huh? Yeah, that's just who he was. That's wow. just who he was. Just a super kind, super, super wonderful guy. And then Fred, Fred Willard. I'll tell you, oddly enough, since Fernwood Tonight back in the day and whatnot. Fernwood Tonight, I remember he, right. Yeah. He actually reached out to me on social media, as that's how we became friends. All of a sudden, I get this friend request uh, on both, you know, uh, Twitter, and then he started following me on Twitter, and the friend request on Facebook. His reached out and said, you know, I gotta tell you, always been a big fan of your work, just thought I'd reach out and let you know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> how cool is that? You're talking about two guys that, uh, I was talking with uh, my wife, Maria. I was trying to think if there's anything ever that either of them did that I didn't thoroughly enjoy, and I couldn't come up with anything. It was just fantastic. I don't know about uh, Fred Willard. They were talking about one of the rare, like, because he did more sketch uh, kind of comedy and that kind of stuff. And right. One of the rare people that was that never stopped working. And a lot of people, they're just funny in their time. Yes. Fred was funny. Fred was funny always. Right? He couldn't help just it. Like 20, yeah, 20 year olds find Fred Willard hilarious. Oh, yes. I mean, he would be funny ordering from a deli. It just uh, it, it didn't yeah. matter what he was doing. He could read the phone book and make you laugh. Yeah. So it, he just crossed generations because what he did was just timeless. Yeah. And uh, really with both of them, it was uh, they worked right up to the end and they were both loved and uh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Once again, talking with Steve Heitner, comedian and actor who you can catch on his own podcast. And it is podcast that's going with Steve Heitner. Uh, well, my, you know, look, when I walk out the door, somebody scream, uh, hey, Banya, that's gold at me. So I decided to take advantage of that. So now my, my podcast is called That's Gold. 
Perfect. Uh, with That's Steve gold Heitner. with Steve Heitner. I can't wait. Thanks for talking to us, man. Great to have you with us. We're going to have to do this again. I can't wait to have you back up when the smoke clears, get you back up. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard, but of course, the great venue we had burnt to the ground. No, that breaks my heart. I love the blue. The loon was, the blue loon was, yeah. yeah. And uh, they're rebuilding now, which is great. And uh, we're looking forward to doing comedy again. Oh, are they rebuilding? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they got a new owner and the guy is uh, building the place up. So when it gets up, I can't wait. It'll probably hold an extra 100 seats. And we're going to have, you got to be one of our first in there. Well, I'd love it. Look, I know you guys are doing okay in Alaska, but, you know, we're getting our butts kicked here in what you people like to call the lower 48. So, uh, you know, think of it. Oh, we are. We are regularly. And uh, Steve Heitner, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us, man. God bless. Good to hear from you. And we will talk again, my friend. Love you, Glenn. Until I see you. Love you, too. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Well, with things opening back up around uh, the state of Alaska and here in Crapper Creek, it's nice to see businesses getting back. Uh, they all are. I mean, tattoo parlors, massage parlors, uh, the gyms. The bowling alley, which is one of the nastiest places on earth. If you're a bowler, you know what I'm talking about. Having to, like, rent a ball and put your fingers... Ah, can you imagine that? Better have your own shit, right? In fact, uh, did a comedy bit about going to the bowling alley. Thought maybe now would be a good time to share some stand-up comedy with me, Glenner. Bowling, any bowlers in the house? Yep. Yep, one dude. Half the room stood up at Kodiak Jacks. Oh no! Bring it up, we got league at 10! <laughs> See now, I bowl like once a year, so I don't have my own shit, which makes uh, bowling really fucking nasty. <laughs> it's like, wait, I gotta put on somebody else's shoes? I mean, putting on person's shoes, what, but let alone shoes that have been worn literally by thousands of nasty-ass motherfuckers that don't have their own shit. And you go there, what do they do real quick? They, psh, psh, there you go, it's clean. Drink out of this now. Are you kidding me? Totally sanitized for your protection. You gotta go buy your shoes and all that shit. It's like, I go up there and go, they go, what do you need? I go, I'm size 12, what do you got? They go, well, I got a six and a 14. <laughs> They're great. All right, give me the 14th. No, uh-uh. I got a 6 and a 14. <laughs> great. Go, no, here's the other 14. Fine. So I got these big-ass clown shoes. You got to get a ball, because if you don't have your own, you got to get one of their fine selection of really sanitized clean bowling balls from the 50s. And every one, they're like, the holes were like really small. I, I don't have monster mayonnaise. I couldn't fit it in there. I'm like, God, what the fuck? I got like size 14 shoes a little. Is this like a bowling alley for hobbits? Am I in the wrong place? And people are so nasty in there. Even the floor is like. And then you got to find a ball, which is really nasty. Because these are like, again, they, they don't clean the little fucking holes ever. And you got to walk down the aisle, right? You've all been fit. No. No. These people are out there, you see them using these rented balls and they're eating french fries. Oh, is it my turn? 
in the cabin. We need to talk to our man every week. That is a legendary rock and roll drummer. Wrote some of Rod Stewart's biggest songs. Toured with Ozzy. Had Led Zeppelin as his opening act. That's kind of cool. I haven't had that. Have you? No. <laughs> and he's with us now. Carmine of Peace. Carmine, how are you, man? I'm good. All I'm right. in the middle of so many interviews about this uh, Ronnie James Dio tribute. I was just going to say, interviews. we've played it a few times. I played it earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I tell you what, if you guys haven't heard it, of course, him and his brother, you've heard us playing it on the radio. We put the uh, video up as well. Fantastic stuff. And you're getting great response on this thing, aren't you? Unbelievable, actually. Everybody loves the video. Uh, we, we song's got, 10, got a lot of views. energy. Yeah, the song's got a lot yeah. of energy. We got a lot of views on YouTube. And uh, we're still, you know, today I did, uh, I already did three or four interviews on Zoom. I got another one. Uh, I go till about seven o'clock tonight. And my brother's doing interviews on the West Coast. Tomorrow we got another full day. Wow. And then we're done. Well, I won't take up too much of your time. Just had a couple things. One, and and I was just going to ask you about a couple of these. Um, Johnny Depp, of course, uh, plays guitar, quote unquote, and has, uh, I know he loves the the rock star life. And he had that band Hollywood Vampires for a while. Well, now he's been working with your buddy Jeff Beck. And playing well, some stuff. It's just one. It's just one track. I think they did. Oh, is it? Is I, it just the one? I think it's one track. But uh, you know, we were talking about that the other day. I said, you know, here we are. We have a finished BBA record, and he's busy working with Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to add. Did, yeah. did you give him crap about that? Uh, I tell you the truth. I can't reach him because I'm. I'm like, uh, you know, I have his numbers, but they, all the codes have changed. And, you know, these guys are very, 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 uh, very hard to get a hold well, of. Well, all of you are. All, I'm sure all of yeah. you are. It's trying to get a hold of somebody in the biz is never easy. Try, yeah, now you know yeah, how, now you know you know how like, we feel, how us regular folk feel trying to get a hold of you guys. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah but Jeff knows, Jeff knows my cell. I mean, he might not have it anymore, but he had it. Right. I have the same cell number since 1995. Right. See, yeah. I know. So it's easy. I can stock you all I want. It's quite easy. Yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, whatever. But, you know, our manager's talking Our manager's talking to um, to Jeff's manager this week. He's also working with him on, uh, he's also a lawyer, this guy. He's working with him on an ELP project. Oh, okay. So, so uh, he's going to talk to him and say, come on, do one. Let's get this thing done already. Yeah, you know? right. You've had it sitting on the back burner for a bit now. Yeah. And, and I like, uh, you know, I like, um, you know, I like the fact that what he did with uh, Johnny Depp, except, you know, it's all about Jeff Beck. I mean, Jeff Beck's playing Johnny Johnny Depp part wasn't that it was okay. No, yeah, they probably you know? turned down his guitar a little bit in the back, you know. Yeah, and they, and they <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, uh, he, he did it because he's a big uh, actor. A big yeah, and, he, and he's 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 yeah. he fanboys out when he's around rock stars. You can tell. I've seen the look on his face when he's yeah. around Steven Tyler. It's like he's yeah. 14 years old, yeah. and I bet he has yeah. photos in his locker of Steven Tyler. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, it's not going to win any Grammys, and that brings up uh, before we go, I got a question. I got a little quiz here. I've got a list yeah. of uh, Grammy winners and some acts that have never won Grammys. I was going to quiz you on it. You ready for this? Okay. Okay. Uh, the Monkees have they won a Grammy? Mm. I think they did. No, 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 no Grammy. Oh. Here's another I one. They did. Foreigner. No. Correct. We have a um. They should have. How about uh? How about? The Starland Vocal Band. 
just by the name, they probably did. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yeah, remember that that one song, Afternoon Delight. It won them a Grammy, and they got a TV show from it, and then we never yeah, heard from them yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. That shows you what the silly the Grammys are. Right, right. Here's yeah. another one, Def Leppard. I don't think they did. No, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah. Here's so another one. The Supremes. Okay. Have the Supremes won a Grammy? Oh, of course. No. No? Never won a Grammy. No kidding. Wow. Uh, but Diana Ross has. Right. Uh, solo. Um, yeah. Wow. Elmo from Sesame Street. <laughs> he probably won a TV award. No, he's won three Grammys. Yeah, children. Coming. Well, children's songs. Um, Journey. Um, I don't think they did one. No. Well, you're pretty good yeah. at this. Let me, because I was looking over this list. Um, the ones who have it: Heart, The Who, The Beach Boys, Def Leppard, Creedence Clearwater Revival. None of them have ever won, but yet Starland right. Vocal Band has one, and Elmo has three. Right. <laughs> unbelievable isn't, it? isn't that unbelievable that's ridiculous anyway i thought i'd play that with you and i know you guys are busy we're going to be playing your song more i can't wait to talk to you next week i know you've got okay. a lot of these interviews to do so save the voice and we'll chat again next week buddy okay bro all I'll right see you next week the one and only carmina peace folks well, we wrap that one up with a bow. Join us next week live from Crapper Creek, right here in Crapper Creek, Alaska. For the podcast, check out The Daily Show online at xrock959.com from 6 to 10 a.m. Alaska time. Also, follow me on Twitter at Crapper Creek and search Glenner on YouTube for more videos and fun. Till then, we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glendertainment production.